Shut up and sit down. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Third Shift, episode 295. And I, of course, am your host, your funky leader, the greatest man who's ever lived. It's me, it's Matt. And I was going to say, I was driving home from work, and I went, man, I'm not pumped for the show today. It's been a dog's life at work this whole week. Man, I'm just not going to be pumped. And then we had a discussion beforehand, and the energy is back. I'm back. I'm pumped for the show because life is good and life is great. And with me, as always, as most of the time, it's my buddy, the light bearer, the light bringer, the light bearer, bringer, the beast master of third shift. It's Eric. He's here to tell us. Gosh, Eric, what is it that you tell us every single time, every single week? How do we start the show? Uh, we start it by you telling us how your week was, my good sir. Woohoo! My week was uh, pretty darn good. You know what I did? I busted my foot up. Okay, everybody? That's what I did. I don't know how, don't know why, but last week, Thursday, foot was a little twangy twang. You know, it didn't feel great, but not bad. I said, all right, well, let's just take it easy for a couple of days, you know, let it heal. Friday, hurt a little bit more, still not crazy. Friday night, me and Matt are supposed to be playing some Borderlands. We're going to have some beers. Everything's great. Well, we did. We had beers and we played Borderlands. However, the pain in my foot at this point was getting to be so loud and obnoxious that, as I've already discussed with Matt and on, of course, the Patreon episode, if you're up there, you can listen to I was like, Matt, you know, I've consumed uh, quite a bit of this bottle here, and um, my foot still really hurts, and that's not good, is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, sir, that's not good. Sure enough, Saturday morning, I couldn't walk. I had to crawl uh, around and hop on a foot, and it wasn't great. And we did this for Saturday, and we did this for Sunday. And Monday rolled around, and I said, I can't go to work. I can't. Sunday night, all I felt, blah, 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 blah. So I called in, tried to get a doctor's appointment. They're like, oh, sorry, the fastest we could see you is tomorrow. Well, I can't miss another day of work. So I went in Tuesday, went to work. Then I get beamed because uh, I had Monday un- unplanned. And now they're like, well, you, you got to use flex time because I needed to go to the doctor's at 2. I get out at one thirty. I needed to get out a little bit early so I wasn't late. So now I get 2 unplanned because of an issue. I don't know if we should put this in the show because he listened one time to the show. <laughs> like three years ago. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, goodness. So but, but anyway, you did actually tell me when we were recording this that you had to leave early and that you were stressing about it. And so I knew 24 I sure hours ahead of time. So in theory, I thought I was screwed. But because we did actually discuss it, everything turned out okay. However, here's the thing, folks. This is the whole story. This is what I led up to. And this is why I'm sad. The doctor goes... Doop, doop, doop. Feels the foot. Does like two minutes of doctor work. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what's wrong with your foot. Uh, well, I mean, I don't know either, doctor. That's that's why I'm here. Well, go get x-rays. Okay. I went and got x-rays. Had to wait a day. I get a message. X-rays are completed. Everything seems normal. Well, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Doctor calls. Hey, uh, looked at your x-rays. There's nothing wrong with your foot. Your foot's perfectly fine. Well, th- Thank you, doctor. I'm glad that now you've said that my foot's fine. I'm just fine. I have to be fine, right? Because you said that my foot's fine. So there could be nothing wrong, and I'm just hobbling around because it's fun, and I enjoy it. Now, see, talking about how fun and enjoyable it is to hobble around, there's another person at work mm-hmm. who somehow over the weekend, maybe just at the start of the tail end of last week, started hobbling around too. It's our tech. He's got a cane he comes in with now. He hobbles around. Mm -hmm. You hobble around. He hobbles around. Today, as I was leaving work, 
this is something that I shouldn't do, and sometimes I do it. When I'm around stupid people, like a lot, I'm like, gosh, I can't stand being around stupid people. But then I think, what's something really dumb that a stupid person would do? And then sometimes I do it. Just like, oh, I'm, I'll, here, I'll, I'll be stupid for 30 <laughs> seconds. Her, her, her. So I was walking up the steps, because I take the stairs when I leave. Mm-hmm. And instead of like walking like a normal human, I walk like a stupid person. And you know, if the, if the step has you know a shape like this, and my foot is shaped like my hand is, I stepped with the corner, like, I didn't step on the step. I stepped half off of it. Mm-hmm. And so as I went up the steps, I went, oh, my foot hurts. And then all the walk to the car, that arch was hurting. And I went, this is going to be good. I really hope that it's all screwed up now. And it's going to get worse as I drive home. And then I'm going to come in hobbling too. And we can just be like hobble, hobble boys. Mm-hmm. Hobble boys. Except hobble pack. Except it feels fine now because the drive home, it just went, ah, you just did something dumb for half a second. But I was, there was that moment and I just went, this could be great. We could just be, all, everyone was just, I'll bring in a cane. I'll bring, I don't have anything cane like. I would bring in like the, like the tube from my vacuum maybe. And it's like, mm-hmm. er, there you go. Er. It'd be awesome. Or just fashion like a hobo wizard staff like I did. My shaman staff. There it is. I still have it. See? It's it still has the orange boa in it and everything. I just come in like that. Hey, it's shaman day. <laughs> it's shaman day. Shaman priest. Oh uh, man. God. But it was close. Yes. It was just it could have happened. Uh well, I just hope that I'm not hobbling tomorrow. I hope uh, you know, whatever it was, apparently nothing, uh, as the doctor says, goes away. So that's that's the the physical. That's what happened. Of course, the girls did some fun stuff. We did some soccer, you know, went on about some good stuff. Video game front, I uh, played Strangers of Paradise, and uh, I beat Time At, and uh, I got to the next boss, and I beat that boss, and I got to the next boss, and now I'm stuck again on that boss because he's really challenging. And if you don't know, it's the um, the Lich. The Lich is the boss that I'm currently on. I beat the um, Undead Dragon, and I think I can beat the Lich. I just need to go ahead and do it a few more times and just really get his moves set down. If I can dodge his moves, get in close, do some melee damage, I think I'm going to be all right. But if not, uh, I'll just keep tweaking around. Because the beautiful part of it is, as I can just abandon the mission first off, if I want to, go back, sell everything, do whatever I want, you know, or I can just go from the last save point, go grind out uh, some more job skills and, and get the affinity points up, things like that. And of course, max out my gear to the best you know, that it's available in that particular level because it's within a level range. And it'll tell you right before you do the mission, like 41 through 44. So you know you're not going to get anything better than round 44. And same where I'm at, like 50, 52 or 54. I'm in that range somewhere. So you can grind up to a certain point. You just can't keep overpowering forever, which I like. I appreciate that. So that way you're not just some kind of psychopath who gets to go to the next area 20, 50 levels above what it is and... That kind of takes the fun out of it when there's nothing that poses any challenge. Even though I do that a lot in RPGs, it's nice that this game's like, nah, you're not gonna, you're not gonna uber cheat. We'll let you max out, but you're not gonna go nuts everywhere you go. So right now I'm on the lich, having a good time with it. Um, but as I said, I got stuck. And when I get mad, I I stop playing whatever game I'm playing because I don't play video games to get mad, man. You know, I don't do that. I start to get frustrated. I say, well, that's it. We'll just go at this another day when I'm fresh. And of course, lastly, some Elden Ring. Uh, I don't know if I told you last week, if it was last week that I got past Lindell Castle and did all that. I don't remember, honestly. Or if that was this week. I don't remember anymore. 
got through Lindell's castle area, beat uh, beat the boss in there, and then they was like, oh, you got to go up to the uh, the land of the giants up in the Arctic area. So I go through there, boss comes down, gets stuck on this boss. I got a nice tip a couple days later after beating my head against the boss. Uh, that boss is actually like really, really hard, and you want to probably just get leveled up some more for that. And I go, well, it'd be great, except for this is where I'm supposed to be going now. And I'm tired of being where I was. I've already, you know, done everything except for the volcanic manor, but I'm terrified of the volcanic manor. And I uh, kind of don't ever want to go back there, but I need to. Whole other side story. You can just run past them. Once again, we talked about this more on the Patreon special. So if you want to hear about it, you can go there. Any who's got through, been traveling around, found some more bosses. This game, it just never ends, man. It never ends. There's always another boss. There's always another cave. I've said it a million thousand times. You've said it too. It's crazy. That's what's great about it, though. That's what I love about it. Because, I mean, I got... Here, I'll talk about some of my Elden Ring stuff right now. Since we're talking about Elden Ring, I got to the capital city, just like you said. And I was amazed because it did get harder, like we talked about. But the rewards also got infinitely better. Like, I was running around doing stuff, and oh, I'd kill a boss and get the 10,000 runes. That's not even anywhere. That's that's a fifth of what I need to level up. Oh, I'd go through Lendell, capital city, from the start, and I'd go and, you know, die to the first tough enemy thing. Oh, I dropped, what, 18,000 runes? Oh, that's one step further. Mm-hmm. Oh, so if I just did this, even if I just died in that same spot, as long as I picked up my stuff, I'm making big, big progress to the next level. Oh, I killed the two bosses of that area. The first one gave me 80,000 runes. The next one gave me like 120,000 runes. I level up twice from one boss. Oh, it's nuts. It feels so good. But man, I can't wait. Can't wait for more, especially in harder areas, because of that big reward. Like I felt like, you know, I was getting up in power and power and then I hit a plateau. It's because I didn't go far enough. Because now that I've gone far, I get big rewards. Even just... 10 enemies in a row, and I have 18,000 runes. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I can't I can't wait to kill even bigger things up here. And they'll be tough, sure, and I might die a lot, but I'll go, R-r-r. my levels will just eep, 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 up, 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 up. I'm going to be wearing that full bull goat armor set in no time. Oh, it's good. Mm-mm. Farm that endurance. Just throw all the points in there. Who cares about just vigor or faith? Whatever. Uh, you don't need them, Matt. Don't even worry about it. And, uh, and of course, that's what I was telling you, too, is... I got to find a new goal, something, something, some pieces of gear, some new uh, way of playing. I've been using the uh, Sword of Night and Flame this entire time, but I don't actually use it anymore with its, its, you know, flame and its uh, beam. They're just not worth it. It's, it's better for me just to use the pebbles or the, uh, the night comet or the, uh, the rocks, which I don't use the rocks usually anymore either because unless it's a boss who does like a lot of uh, evading and stuff, because then it tracks them still very useful. Because I don't use the uh, the meteorite staff. But anyways, i got to find something new, something to chase. Because that's been my problem is nothing I get anymore is anything I'm going to wear. So like my the reward, the feeling of, oh, if I beat this, maybe there'll be something cool for me, is gone. And this is partially on me because I've cheated over time trying to figure out like what kind of piece I should be getting or looking at. And so I know that most of these bosses do not drop any stabs or anything that I'm going to go, oh, here we go, putting it on. This is a great upgrade. I know I've already gone past a lot of that stuff. That's the beauty of this game, Eric. I mean, even I'm going a certain way right now, but I have a million stabs. I have axes. I have all the weapons. I have daggers. I have everything. I have bows now. 
I could do whatever I want. Give, give me in that capital city again. I'll take one run through it. But I'm leveling up whatever stat. It doesn't matter. I mean, you saw Shay's video. He was a samurai dude. Now he's got that moon globe head. Now he's doing crazy spells. I mean, sure, it's a weapon art. But still, he's like a mage now. Mm-hmm. He started off not like that at all. You can be whatever you want, Eric. You know what? When you get a great sword, there's your new goddamn goal. Level your strength up, Eric. Get that great sword. Talk about great swords. I've got a thousand great swords, man. Well, like when you pick up... Hey, I'm not saying you don't, but I'm saying when you pick one up, mm-hmm. level up till you can get that. Put that on. Actually, what I was about to just say was it wouldn't level up because I'm already like a level 120 or something like that. I would just go to uh, What's-Your-Face and Respect, and maybe that's the key. That's you know, lame. Go respect. That's, that's lame. No, because you what you have works, but instead of that Sword of Night and Flame, which you barely use anymore, you could have cook a chunk big well, ass for the great, great sword, sword i would yeah i would have to go level up around i think it's 33 more times 34 more times to get enough oomph to carry the sword see it's fine you can do it no i don't want to go farm that dumb bird and caleb just you know, don't not just Caleb. the um you don't have to just farm and you don't have to earn runes in only a certain way eric you can play oh, and do things and have fun oh, and branch ah, out. Just I've already I've already scouted out everything though. That's the, my thing is, except for volcanic manor, and then of course where we are now, where I am now, the Arctic area. There's nothing but yellow dots in the rest of those areas. Like I have gone up and down those flipping areas, and I'm sure there's. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure I've missed something. There's something I've missed somewhere, mm-hmm. but it's to the point now where it's scarce. You know, I'd have to. I'd have to go nuts trying to find any more secrets, except for in the area I'm at. Lindell Castle as well, because I haven't explored the entirety of that yet either. But the places to explore are just really, really challenging. But like you said, there's promise in what you're saying. Because, uh, just for example, I got this uh, greatsword just the other night, and it's pure black midnight. has these cool little like edges on it, and then has this blood red gem right in the middle of it. It has this crazy spell thing it does. And I can't cast it because obviously I don't have the specs to wear the weapon properly. And I just put that on. I was like, dude, that sword is killer looking. Imagine that. And I've got the uh, the ar- the death armor. So I could put like that on with this midnight blood red gem sword. And, you know, it's like, man, maybe just, you know, gotcha. it's, it's, it's like, like you don't have crazy. a single problem at all. Just just do what, what looks <laughs> good go and what feels right. Fun. Just do it. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Just to re re reach a change of what i am you know something like that because you know it's still fun but i just feel like i'm just going through the motions right now and and the game's great it's not a knock on the game it's just for me i'm like there's no reward anymore i'm just doing the things to wake my way there i need to find something what's something i've been thinking about because we always talk about it we talked about it last week or the week before oh in this area i'm at if i get hit once i'm dead well i make mistakes all the time and i'm not dead Man, maybe you should like when you level up, put some points into so you can actually wear some armor, or put a put a shield on and have your sword and staff in two off hands on the side. Then you can not just be walking around two hand Jones with no defense. Now you can nah, nah, now you can do stuff. Now you can you know block things and and take hits. Now I'm not worried about the take hits, but you got a point with the armor. Maybe get the points in so I can just put on some heavy plate. And be a you know a full heavy plate mage instead of uh, I got the you know the black uh, monk's armor whatever that stuff is called because from what I hear that's like the best you can get 
in that range to give you at least a little bit of something. But like you said, with the big dogs, a little bit of something still absolutely nothing. It's only it's only helpful on your regular trash mobs where you know, oh I made a mistake okay I can get hit once or twice with, with bosses it don't matter so maybe that's what I work towards too is just upping it so I can wear some of my heavy plate stuff so I can actually take a few hits off of bosses as well but I'll never wear a shield because I just I've gotten so used to I love the feel of boom cast three spells oh you want to get in my face slash 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 roll out of the way spell spell slash you know it feels that that part does feel good i do enjoy that part of it but when a boss comes at you with a big crazy combo slash slash is gonna do nothing you'll go slash me dead. <laughs> no that's true for big bosses yeah no i don't slash with a sword at all i'm getting the hell out of dodge so i can cast more spells so you should have a shield on that side and then a spell slinging magoo and when they come in you go oh boy uh Take take one big hit and then take oh, here comes hits. the next one. Roll roll roll, roll 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 And there you go, baby. Shake it up. So I can wear a shield. So for boss fights, I do. You know, hey, sorry, sword. You got to go. To, mm-hmm. Here you go. You're going to bed. Mm-hmm. We'll see you in a minute once I get through this. Boop. Bad man, pajama shield. And it wouldn't even. That's not even tough to do anyway because as everybody always says, go get the uh, the uh, jellyfish shield. It's like a lightweight shield, but has the properties of like a middleweight shield or whatever it is, something like that. I, I don't know the details. I just know everybody always tells you to go chase that one. Even brass shield's not that much more strength investment than that one is, and it's better yeah. in every way. So, mm-hmm. and I have heck, I have a couple of shields that are better than the brass shield. Mm-hmm. You know that are in that same that same range, because once again. I think I have probably 35, 40 different shields, so I'm sure there's a few good ones in there somewhere. Those are the ones that I sold, though. I had Brass Shield, and I would always line it up against that. Worse? Sell, sell, sell. Now that I have my Tower Great Shield, oh, is it worse than that? Sell, sell, sell. Get out of here. Except for the Golden one. Kept the Golden one and the Thorny one, just because they look cool. Mm-hmm. I've never sold a single piece of gear. Have it all, man. Every piece of gear I've ever got is still there. I sell it because I just get it. sick of it. I look at it and I go, I'm not going to use six plain daggers. I'm not going to use any. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to use any dagger. So as long as it's just Mm -hmm. a regular looking one, eh. Black knife, that's got to stay. This weird bloody one that I got from the start of the game, that's got to stay. So anything that looks really cool or just, I know I got from a boss drop. Mm -hmm. Like there's a jawbone axe, which just looks like a regular old bone axe. But I got that from a boss drop, so that's got to stay. Gotcha. So yeah, we'll we'll get in there. We gotta change some stuff up. I you know get get going. Keep having a good time with it. And uh, and my last regret is just you know these bosses that I can't beat. Like everybody says, just go past them. Keep going and come back if you remember. But as I told you, I do worry because I've done that with a couple bosses, and there's a couple of them that I don't remember where they were anymore. So they're gone. You know, I'm not. I'm my chances of finding them are pretty slim at this point, and that's. It doesn't wreck my life, but it does make me go, oh, that sucks. I don't... Now they're just gone. I won't beat those poor bastards. They deserve to be dead, Matt, and I'm never going to kill them. And that does hurt my heart just a little. New Game Plus, dude. New Game Plus. I'm not playing this game again. No. This game's done after new, the regular game for me. <laughs> it's going to be like Persona 5 Royal. In a year, you'll go, man. Sure could, That's sure probably go true. for some Elden Ring right now. And I'd say, New Game Plus, dude. And you go, oh, I don't have all these hours. And I'll say... Yes, you do have those hours, Eric. All you got to do is just make time for it, and you'll go, oh, gosh, golly, you're right. That might happen, but yeah, immediately following me being in this game, no, I'm not going to jump into Game Plus and, and start rocking out immediately. 
too much stuff to play. But that's my week. That's what I've been doing. Having a good time. Getting stuck, but getting through it. Just figuring things out. What about you, man? What have you been doing? What's going on? Man, in Elden Ring, I've been doing all that stuff we just talked about. Uh-huh. Having a blast. I, I will reiterate again. After that week off for quarter end just ruining all of our lives completely, it feels so good to be back into it. And then having the weekend off from going to Chicago for my trip, when I sat back down and played Elden Ring again, it just feels so good. And, you know, before that trip, I ran into those two frustrating bosses that I spent like an hour each on. Like, oh, man, here it's getting, it's getting stupid. It's getting tough. Then I get back into it. And the, the two bosses of Lendell, the capital city, the, the Golden Shade and then Margot, it took me like two, three tries apiece. They were like easy. Obviously, I had my little skelly dudes out there because mm-hmm. why not? But it was just like, oh, I figured these would be like tough. There's Golden Shade at Godfrey. Like it's, it's got to be a big, big gatekeeping thing, right? Nope. Mm-hmm. Just poke them with your stick. Smoked them. Just uh, hold up your shield and then do your guard counters like I always do with literally every enemy. Oh, I killed him. Okay. Oh, here comes Morgat. Margot was pretty tough. Oh, nope. Same deal. He does some stuff in his second phase, just don't be there. Oh, all right. Don't stand in the in the in the big splooshy geyser. Oh, I didn't. He's dead. Timing timing that spear thrust takes a minute, but you know, the big one he does, did you ever see him like he goes he lashes out and he's like whoosh and that sucker's length, like the length on that's like wild. And if you time it too early Basically, because it's such a large thrust, you'll he'll track you. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So you gotta like time it right. But that was a few times, and I was like, okay, I get it, I got it. I, I either dodge to the side or barricade shield. It just blocks everything mm-hmm. with no stamina. Because I have the tower great shield, it has guard boost of already into the seventies. So barricade shield, no stamina. He could, he could stand there and do that all day long. And I was, you done? You, oh, there you go. You done? Oh, one more tink. Okay, <laughs> guard counter. So you didn't have to worry about that function. And Skelly Men's poking. Skelly Men's poking. Mm-hmm. The whole time, just Skelly Men's going. Yes. I Skelly can't... Men's and What's-Her-Face was, like, super effective. I can't believe... I mean, I've upgraded them as far as I can. Not, like, as far as I can, but as far as I have Grave Glove Warts for. When I started, as soon as they got hit, they were, like, by any boss, like, by Margit. As soon as they got hit, they were dead. And then he would, like, he'd, like blow his nose and then... The, you know, the corpses wouldn't reanimate anymore. They'd go away. Bye-bye. Yep. They're just like standing in there, taking all the stuff. Like they're doing, even with Godskin Noble, who gave me so much trouble. He does so many spinny, stupid things. And he'd, he'll like stomp and put down black flames all around himself. And I went, oh, they're dead. They're just standing there. Poke, 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 poke. Flames are gone. Damn. Skelly Men's are still here. They're, they're freaking awesome. They're my bros. What do you got them up to? By the way, I don't know the number. It's got to be like seven or eight. Okay, because I've only got mine is six, and I cannot find uh, uh, the grave root or whatever it's called, uh, grave wart. So that's another thing I could do is go look you it must, up. You must be missing some uh, little uh, hero graves out. I know, right? Some little hero grave or something. Yeah, exactly. So I need to go. Apparently, that's what I need to do because I have a seven and I have an eight. Mm. So if I could get a six, yeah, those old boys are going up in levels, and that probably changed the game in and of itself. I think I'm up to needing the eight, which I don't have right now. Mm-hmm. So they're not too far behind me. But speaking of them, I told you before we went on air, you know, when PlayStation 5, you're in a trophy, it records a little like five second video clip, five to eight seconds, whatever it is. I was going through my Elden Ring ones just 
seeing. And some of them, it's me yelling. Some of them, it's just dead silent except for a podcast that I'm listening to. The Briar Knight in, up inside of that poison castle that's up off the Altus Plateau, he, he does all kinds of bleed stuff. He's got the, the shield that's all wrapped in thorns and his whole armor set's all wrapped in thorns. I put the Skellymans out, and I remember this specifically, so it's not just this that reminded me, but they were staggering him all day. Like, every single spear thrust from them was a stagger. Every spear thrust from me is a stagger, by default with most non-enormous bosses. Mm-hmm. And I just remember us just, we just ping-ponged him all around. Just hit one, hit one, hit one, hit one, hit one, hit one. If I watch the video clip, he's dead, and it's just me going... My bros, my skelly bros, we did it. We just wrecked this dude. It's like if they, if I could high five my skelly bro, because they're standing there just mm-hmm. like this, you know, with my character. I'm like, we just did it. We just wrecked this dude. It wasn't me. It was us. And it feels good. And it feels right. But man, Elden Ring is so great. I could talk about it forever, but I won't because I also played last night on stream Final Fantasy III Pixel Remaster, and that game is nuts. It's so weird. In so many ways, if you want to know more ways, listen to the What You Play in Third Shift on Patreon. But going from Final Fantasy II, where it's very story-based and go to this area, and then the dungeons are so, not complicated like in a good way, but there's so many twists and turns in them, and you go all the way around here, this big twisty road to get to the chest, and then go down here to this other big twisty road to get to the chest, and then go to a room that has five doors in it, four of which are just trap rooms. I was in dungeons all the time in that game. Started the stream last night. I'm in a dungeon. Cool. Ten minutes later, you beat that dungeon, dude. On to the next thing. Oh. All right. Well, uh, let me go over here. Oh, there's another dungeon. All right, cool. Felt like five minutes later. There's the boss. You beat him. You did it. Oh. Feels like I'm playing this game in fast forward. Like every time I go somewhere, hey, here's this town. Go to the town. Hey, we got a problem. Go to the cave. All right. Cave's done. Town's happy. It's just so weird to go from dungeons all day, getting sick of dungeons, so many random encounters, so much bad dungeon design, to this game where there's not nearly as many random encounters, the dungeons aren't horrible, and I'm just like, I feel like I'm flying through it. Now I'm to the point where I go off the floating continent. Oh, it's Waterworld. Okay, let's try and figure out how to get the water. Hey, the water's gone. Now it's a regular world again. Oh, okay. Like, I'll go to the next dungeon, but... Is that going to be like three minutes? Is it going to be over this quick? It's crazy. But I did have complaints about it. But just like with Final Fantasy II, I look back on it. Man, it's fun to play. It's just fun. Just good old school fun JRPGs. So that's the video game front. In the real world front, I'm switching it up. Went to two things over the weekend. First was Lansing Symphony Orchestra. They had like an ABBA showcase. So they had four singers who were... Actually, really awesome. Like, professional singers came up doing the ABBA stuff with the orchestra backing them up. It was phenomenal. It was great. Like, I feel like the older I get, the more I can appreciate, like, 70s music. When I listen to it, I'm like, that's grooving. That's rocking. You know, they're they're up there singing and grooving and everybody's dancing. And that's just a fun time. It was a really fun show. And a moment I'll never forget. They were like, hey, if you guys want, just sing along with us. You know, get up and dance. Let's have a party. You know, most people were just sitting, because it's the Wharton Center. There's not much room to dance. We're sitting and bobbing in our seats, and I could hear some people singing in the back. But the last song, they went, okay, it's your last chance. Everybody get up. And it wasn't the last chance, because the encore came afterwards. 
But they were like, all right, last chance to dance. And they sang a famous ABBA song that I, I don't really know. But I looked behind me, and some person stood up and started dancing. And then another person stood up. And, you know, older people mostly. Mm-hmm. And then young people started standing up and dancing. And I went, this is cool. I was grooving in my chair. And I looked to the right, down my row. This old dude had to be 100,000 years old. Pure white hair. This beautiful, like, chocolate suit. Got up, and he was going to town. This dude was dancing his heart out. And I went, that was me a week ago watching Ishii and Suzuki beating the crap out of each other. I know exactly what that dude feels like. That's awesome. I'm glad he has that awesome moment. That he's just like, he's a kid again. Boom! Hearing the song for the first time, dancing. It was great. It was a beautiful moment. Then the next day, went out to Williamston Theater, saw their production of The Cake, which was hilarious. There were so many hilarious scenes in there. I don't know how to describe it without spoiling stuff, but it was great. And then we went to my favorite restaurant just down the street, Tavern 109. Had all the amazing food that I haven't had there for two years, however long it's been since we've been to a show and then fancy dinner. Not like fancy fancy, but real good quality food dinner. A beautiful weekend. And then I came home and played all the games that we just talked about and all the good stuff. Wow. Now I'll tell you, I gotta, I gotta say, since since we're here, and you just reminded me, and then we'll segue. Uh, we had the kids' recital for their tap and their ballet this last weekend. So we go to the uh, the the Waverly High School, you know, auditorium. We go in there, and it's a good time, you know, watching all of the kids of different ages do their dancing and stuff. But one moment was like crazy. The eighteen-year-olds, the ones that are graduating and moving on. They always do the the big all the big dances, you know. They all get the key spots and stuff. One of them was during a tap performance, and halfway through, the music faltered and cut out. Instead of stopping, though, they did the entire rest of the routine flawlessly without any music. They just doing all the claps, doing all the moves, doing all the routines, the whole nine. And everybody, of course, is just going wild, going nuts. And it was fun. It was definitely a wow. And and it almost felt spoiled, though, because they did it flawlessly. It was amazing. Like I said, the crowd was going nuts. Everybody was cheering them on and everything. But then they came back out and redid the whole dance with the music working properly. Oh, come on. And, and I was like, nah, you know, just let it be what it was, you know? You did it. You made mm-hmm. this moment. Yeah. Sure, it would have been cool with the music before, but you made it better by doing it so awesome without it. Yeah. Exactly. So I was like, well, cool. We get to see the performance again, which it was a fun performance. But, you know, that moment was just, it was, you weren't going to beat that. So it was like seeing it again, it's like, well, it's not going to be as good because what you just did was crazy. So fun time. You know, I got out. I did go out. See, man, I went out in the real world and I did a thing. <laughs> but my foot, of course, was throbbing and I could hear my heartbeat through the foot. So, you know, it was mixed. But that was a good moment. It was indeed a great time. But see, this is another one of those moments. I sat there at work today and I went, man, it's a dog's life. What a horrible week. Then I remembered all the fun stuff that I did. All the fun games we just talked about. All the cool experiences we have. It was a great week again in my life. And you know, what's better than one great week? It's another great week upcoming with a possibly fantastic game. Eric, tell us about one of those fantastic games. Well, man, do you have memories? Do you, do you think about days past and go, wow, man. 
I don't. I don't remember you anything. Don't? It's okay. established. I forgot about all this you fun did, stuff. You did. So, you, every week you forget about every fun thing you did. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, some people don't, man, okay? Some people got this thing that it's like nostalgia or something. And they remember his time when they had this uh, cool little newfangled Nintendo machine called the Wii. And it came packaged with this little title called Wii Sports, which became the biggest game in the world of all time forever and ever and ever. Every household had Wii Sports. Everybody played Wii Sports. Every party you went to inevitably ended up playing Wii Sports at some point in that evening. It just was the way it was, and that's what you did for years on end during that particular time. For years, we've had no replacement. Years and years and years and years. Until now. Nintendo Switch Sports hits 429 2022 which is, of course... This beautiful Friday, you can pick it up on the Nintendo Switch and play it with all your friends. Now, it's got uh, in the, in one sad part. All right, I'll let you know. It's got the tennis. It's got the bowling, which is critical, The most, one of the most important ones. It's got the chambra, chambara or whatever, the sword fighting one. It's got the soccer and volleyball and badminton. Why they did badminton and volleyball is beyond me. Why did they not put in either A, boxing, yep, mm-hmm. or B, most importantly, golf? Yes. Where's the golf at? I am just shocked that they didn't put the golf back in. That was by far, besides bowling, the number one played game on the Wii Sports, period. Yeah, I agree with you. I have to wonder if, I don't know what the capabilities of the Joy-Con are, but I have to wonder if it's maybe not tuned quite well enough to, you know, here's a wham and here's a chip and here's a soft putt. Maybe there's not enough for that, but that's the only thing I can think of because volleyball, you're going to, it's, oh, you jerked it upwards. There, you did it. Boom. Or you smashed it down for the spike or whatever. But maybe it doesn't have the the nice touch you would want for something as precise as golf. I don't know. That's they the only say, thing I can think they of. Say those, they say the Joy-Cons are better than the Wii remotes ever were at, at tracking and such. So I wouldn't say that's the truth. The only thing I think is more nefarious is that they didn't want it to interfere at all with uh, Mario Golf. That came out 100 sales. years ago, though. That I came know, out on my birthday like last year. I know. Year. Exactly. But it makes no sense to me. That's the only thing I can think of because from what I hear, those Joy-Cons are way better at tracking. And that's what I was just about to actually mention was that from all reports, the tracking and the motion controls for this are way tighter, way crisper, way better. Everything feels a lot, uh, a lot more fun when controlling in uh, the Switch Sports you know, versus back in the day when you were just going nuts, toggling your Wii remotes around like a psychopath, and it, maybe it registered, sometimes it did, sometimes it didn't. So this time around, it supposedly feels real good, especially with the Chambaro, the swordplay stuff. You actually can tilt and get pretty accurate motions with the swords. So it's not just chaotic and strange whether or not you land that hit. So I don't know. I don't know why they made the choice. I just am confused because badminton's so similar to volleyball. I know it's not the same, but like, why would you include those two and not one of the other ones? There's, there's so many. It's pretty similar to tennis too, which they have. Yeah. So it's a racket-based sport. Here's what they need to do, though. They need to put disc golf in mm. so that uh, you can invite your friend over and he can just be like, lols, I'm going to turn all the way away from the thing and just throw it half a foot. <laughs> Isn't, this cool? Isn't this cool, oh, Eric? Oh <laughs> Check this out, B. <laughs> yes, I do remember that. And that was a sad time. But I, I disc golf was another one. I'd rather have that in there. Yeah. Which they had the disc. It was just Frisbee, but they had like the different, you know, modes you could play of it. So whatever. Bring that back. 
all sorts of options they could do with this. I don't know if they have any intention of actually uh, adding in games like they did with uh, Wii Sports Resort back in the day, and then Wii Club or whatever it was, where they had even more crap. But as of right now, you can pick this up. It has those six particular games with it. It does not, however, have online play available right now. It will be coming, but it's not active currently. So you have to play LAN. You have to have people come over and play with you physically. But at some point, they said there will be online, and you will be able to just play with randos across the way or your friends, you know, whatever you want to do. It's probably mostly your friends because Switch doesn't – got to get the friend codes. It's the thing. So we'll see how it goes. But right now, ladies and gentlemen – if you want to go back down memory lane, you want to have some fun like you did back on the Wii, get over there and get some freaking Switch Resort. Man, you want to talk about memories and having fun just like you did back in the day, I'm going to give you exactly that because it launched yesterday, the 27th, developed and published by Crows Crows Crows, who are an amazing developer and you should sign up for their emails if nothing else. Even if you don't buy or play any of their games, their emails are hilarious. But I'm talking about the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe. If you don't know the Stanley Parable, get out of my sight because I don't like you. But that was a fantastic game that I played ages ago on PC. I think it came out like 2012, 2013. And this is basically more of that. It's a remastered version of it, plus a ton of new content. I don't want to talk about it too much because if you don't know the Stanley Parable, you should just go in blind. But the overall like story, I guess, of it is Stanley is a dude who works in an office. And he like sits at a screen and it will flash up a character or a prompt or whatever, and he pushes the button on the keyboard that corresponds with it. That's his life. And at one point, the monitor stops showing him stuff. So he gets up from his desk, and that's where you take over. You're Stanley in this office. And the narrator chimes in. Oh, Stanley had never seen the monitor go blank before. He decided to go ask his co-workers what could be the matter. And you walk out of your office, and you're in the office space. And then the narrator says, all of Stanley's co-workers were gone. He wondered if he'd missed a memo or something. He decided to head to the meeting room. Walk, walk, walk down the hallway. Now you have two doors. The narrator chimes in. Stanley knew the door on the left was the way to the meeting room. That's the door he took. Now you can take over. Do you go on the door on the left? If you do, the narrator continues and tells you things, and you can follow what he tells you. Or... You can go in that door on the right, and the narrator will say, Stanley knew this was not the way to the meeting room. He decided to turn back. But you, as the player, what do you do? Do you follow this narrator? Do you not? Do you press on? He might provide you with another choice. Stanley knew the door on the left this time was definitely the way to the meeting room. Maybe you go on the right again. The narrator might chide you. He might start getting pissed off. He might put things in your way to encourage you to go back that way. He might get frustrated, and you can hear him throw the script and go, okay, well, I guess we're not doing whatever that is about. So here, you want to go on an adventure? Fine, I'll make you something. And now you're in all kinds of crazy things. That's what the Stanley Parable is like, what it's all about. And now, the Ultra Deluxe Edition, not only does it come with the base game, which is phenomenal and fantastic, and I absolutely loved it. Now, I've seen it. It's been spoiled for me. You go in one hallway, and there's a door that says new content. And the narrator goes, new content? What's that about? Huh, I wonder. And if you go out there, now it's all kinds of craziness, even crazier stuff you're doing. Like I said, a lot of self-referential stuff. Like I've seen things where it's him reading Steam reviews, like literal Steam reviews of the original game. The narrator's reading it and going, you know, people are commenting on the narrator, and he's responding to that. 
in this literal thing that happened in the real world. Now it's in the game. And so this game goes absolutely nuts. It can go as normal or as nuts as you want. If you've never played the original, maybe watch a couple clips. Don't watch a lot. Watch somebody's like first 30 minutes playthrough. You'll see some crazy stuff right there. The button and the baby. I'm just That's all I'm going to say. If you know, you know. If you don't know, you don't know. I can't wait to play this. And bonus, it's out for every system right now. Switch, PlayStation, Xbox, PC, and it's only 25 bucks. And if you're like me and you have the original still in your Steam library, it's 33% off for you to get this version. Boom. And as usual, it's on sale for the first week or two. Anyway, if you own it, you get a bigger sale and have even more fun in the Stanley Parable. I can't wait. I was literally going to download it before we got on here, but then I got busy downloading another update. When we're done here, I'm buying it. It's going to be played. Maybe I'll stream it. I don't know. But the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe is fantastic. Just get it. You're going to love it. Even if you don't love like walking narrative games, you will love this game. It's phenomenal. Of course, man. I can't wait for a lot of things. There's too many things that I can't wait for right now, okay? One, quick and dirty here, Xbox and Bethesda came out and announced, hey, everybody, boom, June 12th, we're going to have our showcase at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we're going to be talking about what the heck's in the future for our studios. Now, I had to laugh at this because I was on, you know, I checked Twitter once at work on a little break. Mm-hmm. Xbox Bethesda is trending. I wonder what that's about. Look at my normal feed, and I follow Xbox because I signed up for a giveaway of theirs. They just tweet out Xbox Bethesda. Click. Oh, in, in a month and a half's time, we'll have a thing. Like, I mean, that's cool, and I will watch it, and I will be excited for it. But, like, it was trending just from the announcement, not from anything, not from an actual presentation. I thought it was a stealth presentation like PlayStation sometimes does. Mm-hmm. No, it's an announcement of a presentation. Coming. I was frustrated, but then excited at the same time. Yeah, for me, it's just excited. I love it, man. I can't wait. I, you know, what the hell are they up to? I'm looking forward to finding out. And, and we're coming up into the, uh, what do they call it, the Summer Games Fest and the, mm-hmm. and the Summer of Play and the obviously now the, the Xbox Bethesda Showcase. You can smell it in the air. It's coming. We're going to be getting all the new games, all the new announcements. That time of excitement and just us Googling and Oogling is, is around the corner. It honestly is, and I say this, I was going to say this is a joke, but it is true. It's the most wonderful time of the year mm-hmm. because not only do you see stuff that's upcoming for next year, but this is where we start getting, which is going to tie into the main topic of the show. Surprise, this is coming out this year. Here's a release date for this thing. Here's this thing. Remember it from last year? Boom, mm-hmm. playable demo, early access, and it's coming out in November or something. So you get hyped, and then that gets you through the rest of the year because stuff is steadily trickling out. It's great. It is indeed. I can't wait. And then, of course, PS Plus announced their May games. And, you know, sometimes I throw us in, sometimes I don't. I did this time for a particular reason. That's because FIFA 2022 is coming. That's yeah, not why. And, and Eric is all about that. FIFA yep, Ultimate nope, Team is going to spend his nope. whole life savings on the cards <laughs> and the packs of the things. Don't He's care. a secret FIFA fiend. I'm telling yeah, you. Uh-huh. Curse of the Dead Gods is coming. This one I'll briefly mention. This is something, a game I talked about many moons ago on one of our shows and told you all to check out. It's got that Hades uh, vibe, but it's obviously in a whole different uh, area, a whole different thing. It's on my list because it's yeah. a game that I played earlier in the year. It was free on Game Pass, but now if you mm-hmm. have a PlayStation, boom, it's free. It's free. A now, fantastic too. game. It's a fantastic game, hence why it was talked about that I was interested in, but just not enough to play it. 
or buy it because obviously, like I always tell you guys, roguelites and stuff, blah, 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 does better. It doesn't hurt me now. Now I just go click a button and play. So very cool. Check it out. And last but not least, Trabs Midgard is now free if you haven't got it yet. We've talked about this game a bunch back when it was up up and coming. And then, of course, right after it launched, I bought it. I played it for a few hours and then begged and begged Matt to come play with me because it was difficult and challenging. And it's way harder with uh, only you and your own lonesome self playing. And you never did. But see, now it's free. So maybe the times will be changing someday, you know? See, I almost had an Eric moment. I was going to say, hey, we both bought this game, and it was fun, but now lots more people can jump in because it's free. Mm-hmm. I actually never bought this one. You never bought it. I never oh, bought yeah. it. So now no. I can jump in with you. It's free for me. Yeehaw. <laughs> you son of a gun. Yes. So everybody else out there, if you heard us talking about it, never wanted to pull the trigger. Now you don't have to. The trigger's been pulled. The bullet's in your brain. You can play this game right now. Well, now, no, that's a lie. Not right now. It's like uh, a few days from now, whatever. It's coming or, up. Or you possibly know delayed like they usually do. Sometimes yeah. it's like May 9th instead yeah. of May 2nd. I, but I don't ever understand the reasoning behind the date they give when they do this kind of thing. So just go check it out. You'll see it. It'll give a date if it hasn't already eventually. But mm. I did want to bring it up for that very reason. Tribes Midgard, awesome. Good on you. I hope uh, between the sales you got and this deal you made with PlayStation, y'all are making out like bandits and can make something else really, really cool. Speaking of things that are really, really cool, there's two topics of things. Which one do we actually want to talk about because we're running short of time on the show? The two topics on offer here are, we're a quarter of the way through the year. What games have touched on Game of the Year territory for you so far? And then the follow-up is, what are a few games that might compete that are slated for release this year? I think we can do both as long as we do it fast. No big ramble source like we did earlier in the episode Mm -hmm. for either one of us. I'm just saying. We'll do both, but we'll make it much quicker. And I'll tell you why I'm going to make this quicker. Because right now, for the territory, for the games of the year so far this year, it's stupid simple right now for me. Stupid simple. Elden Ring is right there at number one by a landslide. However, my my note, my little side note is Stranger of Paradise is coming up. It is, it's got a knife in its hand. And, and Matt, I, know, I think Matt can tell the way I've been talking about it recently. It's coming. It wants to come and stab Elden Ring, and maybe it will. It all depends on how it fleshes out and how it goes towards the end and how the story ends up pulling through. But, man, this story's just gripped me. It's ridiculous. It's fun. It's right up my alley. Really enjoying it. But right now, Elden Ring's definitely just, I mean, it, what a, it's an insane game. And we've talked about it ad nauseum. Now, I have a shotgun of things, but I'm going to go through them real quick. First off, Elden Ring is obviously just from hours put in, and just breadth of the world. It has to be on there somewhere. But I'm going to go with another one that I finished well, a month ago now, Genesis Noir. That's going to be my art house indie pick. That is in there. As soon as I finished it, I just went, wow. Just It blew my mind amazing. So that's in there too. Two others real quick to throw up there. Sunset Overdrive. When I wanted something big and flashy and, and dumb and fun, that hit all the buttons. It was big, it was flashy, it was dumb, it was fun, and it was funny as hell. And then I feel like a pixel remaster has to go on there. I'm thinking of the three that I've played so far. They're all magical. For for right now, for some reason, one stands out the most. Because it just seemed so cleaned up. Because I have vivid memories of playing the original. And then this was just, to the nth degree, amazing. There's a shotgun of things. All of those are on the list right now. How it all shakes out by the end of the year, who knows? Especially because more stuff's coming up. What's coming up that's going to shake up your list, Eric? 
This is where it gets crazy. Because, of course, God of War, which is supposed to come out this year. You know it's they, not. In the last episode, I, you said, I'm you know you, it's not. I'm telling you right now, it's not. However, just this week, they said, no, it really is coming out this year. And I go, you're liars. It's not. I feel it in my bones. Mark my words. I ain't going to have to worry about God of War 2 this year. It's going to come out like December 31st at 11.59.59 oh, well, p.m. counted for next year because you know what? I can't play it beat it in a day. But I will say I have to at least mention it because if it does come out in a reasonable time this year, that's definitely going to be like a just easy contender. All right. Another one that's on the books for me, Starfield. I don't know what the hell this game is. People tell me I should be excited for it. We used to make fun of that constantly, Matt. That's true. But you know what? We've been proven wrong a couple times now, so... Maybe I should listen to what people tell me to be excited for. Everyone says I should be excited for this one, even though they've shown absolutely, positively, almost nothing of any real significance about this title. It's a futuristic uh, RPG based, you know, made by the people who made all the other big games that you love. I don't know what to think of this. Maybe it's going to get there. Maybe it's not. But it is definitely coming out this year. It actually has a street date, the entire thing. So this one will be in the in the in the rankings. And that's probably going to be a big part of that Xbox Bethesda thing. It has to be. If oh, it's not, then if it's not, it then we're in trouble. Yeah. And then, of course, for myself, you got Hogwarts Legacy. Oh, I cannot wait for this game. If you don't know, I've seen the movies about uh, maybe a trillion times. I've read the series. My wife loves it. We have a room dedicated to Harry Potter. Literally, it's got everything Harry Potter in it. This looks like a phenomenal like a choose-your-adventure RPG-type game. I can be a wizard that I always wanted to be, Matt. What do you want? Wait. I was going to jump in and say, hey, you know, all the times that you've talked about this room and mm-hmm. all the, granted, few times I've been to your house, never seen this room at all. Next time I come over for whatever, <laughs> hey, five minutes, come look at the Harry Potter room because there's a train and stuff. This, yeah, it, train and There's a whole thing you did. I've never seen this ever in my life. So yeah, No one ever will. It's just a room that we have just for us, I guess. <laughs> you don't. It's not even a room. It's just it's a dirty shed real. with like wood in it. And it's the Harry Potter room. You just go in a world in your imagination. You can say anything on this podcast. That's if true. I never see it, I mean, gosh, you'll God. never know. The verification's not there, right? Uh, so for me, Hogwarts Legacy is one that could uh, possibly uproot some things. And there's probably a million more, but one right off the top of my head right now that I can tell you is up in the air. I, I haven't heard anything, so it's probably not even coming. That's Project Eve. Matt, you remember that? Has the crazy anime chick, was doing crazy bayonetta moves, flying all over the place, looked wild, had awesome music. I remember it now, yeah. I was blown out of my chair. I was like, this game, this is it. This is, this is all Eric. He's ready to rock and roll on this one, okay? Ain't heard a word since, but it's supposed to be coming out this year. Will it? Probably not, because we haven't heard anything, and it's April, but... Summer Games Fest is right around the corner, which is what we were just talking about, Matt. And that's where you put your big, oh, in four months, get ready for this particular game. We show our actual gameplay trailer and go nuts with it. Which, of course, speaking of that, Bayonetta 3, but I'm not going to go on no about way. it because it's Absolutely not coming. Absolutely not. That's it's not, not but it's, it's supposed to, but it's not. Just like it was supposed to last year and the year before 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 and the year before. It never will come out. And lastly, Matt. No, no I'm jumping oh, okay. in because that one pisses me off because I looked, hey, 2022 game releases. I want to see the full calendar. At the at the the bottom where it was just like, oh, no actual street dates, they showed a picture of Bayonetta. And I went, get out of here. It's going to be like 2027. I'm going to be half dead, half in the ground. Your foot will have rotted off. Oh, we'll, yeah, it'll be gone. We'll be totally yeah. different humans. And they're like, oh, Bayonetta 3 came out. That's cool. Yeah, you're 100% right. And it makes me sad to say that, but it's true. Uh, and, and, you know, we got Tiny Tina's. Will that come out to rock our worlds? I don't know. It's a great game. 
but we'll see. You know, we, we got to get through it, but I, probably not to be realistic. But since it's, I haven't beat it yet, I, I can't say for sure whether it's going to be up in there or not. It's going to depend on how many hard laughs we have. Yeah. If there's, if there's one very, thing that just true. makes us go both go nuts, Gut wrenching. it's going to mm-hmm. jump up there. Yeah. So that's a TBD on that one, but that's a weird one because we are playing it. It's currently out, but for the future, and it's my last one, it's Forspoken. This one's all over the place. I have no idea. It's made by uh, Square. I love Square. Uh, I love RPGs. I love these beautiful medieval-type worlds. I, I'm interested in the idea of someone coming from current times to the past and the comedy that kind of can go with it. There's potential here. And it looks gorgeous, don't get me wrong. But I keep hearing people go, I don't know, man. You know, I don't know, man. And that worries me. Because if you got all these insiders going, I don't know. Typically, they do know. Typically, they've already talked to people, gotten their hands on this or that, messed with this or that. Or there's a political agenda involved, which is causing them to do it. But I don't think that's the case. So, I don't know. It, it's got me nervous. I want to say this might be on the list. But I don't know, man. See, for my list, I'm going to go forwards and I'm going to go backwards. So you're going to say I'm cheating, but this is how it's going to shake out. Going forwards, Saints Row. It's set to launch in August. I love every Saints Row game. They dropped the customization trailer not too long ago, and it was even crazier than it usually is for Saints Row. Doing specific parts of your body. They had people with like prosthetic legs and stuff, and then you could do the textures and the shines and the things. So I can't wait to see that and to see how crazy it goes. Saints Row could possibly be on the list because I love Saints Row. A game that's coming out, I think, around June... Live Alive, the HD 2D mm, JRPG yeah, with all the cool. different storylines. A game that should be out by now, Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp. Another game that just dropped, Rogue Legacy 2. I put a squadrillion hours into Rogue Legacy 1 and still have never beaten it. Oh, one last one. God, there's so many. Okay, a there's bunch a of last ones. <laughs> Card Shark, a game all about cheating at cards in like the Victorian era. It's going to be published by Devolver Digital. Every time I see the artwork for that, it makes me just itch to play it. And then seeing the ways you can cheat at cards or like peek at the person's hand by having someone like pour wine behind them. Oh, nice. But you have to watch that you're not overpouring while you're trying to peek. Oh, it's beautiful. It's great. WrestleQuest, a pixel-based pro wrestling JRPG. I saw a trailer for it. It blew my mind. I wish listed it on Steam. Hopefully that comes out in 2022. Here's the borderline one. I don't know if it'll be out in 2022. We haven't ever talked about it on the show. Every time we don't talk about it on the show, you go, we got to talk about that on the show sometime. How about Sea of Stars, Eric? The JRPG from the people who did The Messenger. That looks insanely beautiful. Oh, if that comes out. Oh, my gosh. That's that's got Game of Year written all over it, man. Mm-hmm. But will it come out? I don't know. I don't know. All I see is them posting every week more beautiful images and more stuff. And then go, cool, guys. Our game is a game. And I feel like I'm just going to do that forever. <laughs> and I'm in the Discord, so I get to vote on monster design and things. I put my name in the crypt. There's a whole thing because I backed it at that level. Mm-hmm. That will definitely be on the list if it comes out. But now I'm looking back, and this is the part where you say I'm going to be a cheater. Uh-oh. But it's two games that I want to play that I haven't played, and I'm hoping they can go in after Elden Ring and the other big things that I'm playing right now. Road 96. I talked about it last week as a re-release because it's out now for all the platforms. And another game I need to actually play because I bought it. And speaking of the word crazy, that's what this game is. Inscription. Oh, I know. I still got to finish that. I still have not put hardly any time into that one. That will be on the list. If I put enough time into it and I play it, especially if I play it through to completion, 
just from the demo, it was already almost game of the year. So when I actually get down and sit down and play it in the dark with my headphones in and get spooked and creeped and do my deck building and moving stuff around, that will be on there. Spoiler alert, everybody. It's going to be on there. It's just, will I have time to get to it in all this craziness that goes on in life? Who knows? Uh Yeah. I agree. There's so much going on. Too many great games coming out. I mean, we didn't even mention uh, Metal Slug Tactics. You know, that's. I was going to put I, it on there, but I, I who knows? I haven't even knows? heard about you know, it since. Exactly. So, there, and there's a few others that are like that for me. So I won't go through them. But this year's this year's got a lot of possibilities. It's it's mm-hmm. a promising year. Already played some amazing games, and we got more. Hell, probably next quarter we'll update and say where we're at. You know, when the next quarter too. So course for now that's what we got you know you gotta stay tuned now for the next few months and see where we're at after that this is specifically why i'm writing every game that i play in that spiral notebook you just saw me put away Mm -hmm. because as of right now and i haven't beaten all of them but i have beaten a large chunk of them i've played like 27 games already just this year i didn't even talk about death's door which was fantastic which should go on the list too there's so many games and i'm gonna play so many more it's going to be ridiculous. How am I going to how am I going to vote between these all these millions of games? I'm the guy with the watermelons again. I do it all the time. Mm-hmm. But that's a question for you out there in podcast listener land. How can you hold all those amazing games? What's in your ranking right now? What's so far? What's coming up? What do you think you might go back to and, and give more love to? Let us know via the email thirdshiftme at gmail.com on the Twitter machine at thirdshiftme and find us on Facebook at Third Shift. You can indeed find us over there, or you can find us on the Patreon, like a little tip jar, $1, $2, $3, all kinds of bucks. Any old bucks helps us out, keeps the lights on, keeps everything rocking and rolling for us. We appreciate everyone, all who have done it in the past, present, and future. It's very much appreciated. Thank you so much for throwing a few bucks our way. If you can't throw bucks our way, though... There's other ways to support us. Spotify has a whole ranking system. iTunes has a whole ranking system. We've got a mailbag that you can put letters into. Hey, you want to hear us talk about something specific? You got some recommendations. You got some of this. You got some of that. Throw it our way. We'll bring it up on the show. We'll have some fun with it. We appreciate all that. Any and all feedback is a good time, and you can participate and do such things. It's very much welcome, and we thank you so much. I will especially thank you if you save my bacon, and I'll just accumulate a giant mailbag full of topics, and I'll just save them. I won't even let Eric know no, until won't. he has to pre-record, then I'll go, ha ha, have I got a topic for you? Bam, 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 mailbag Jones. That's what I'm going to do. But what I'm also going to do is be on, and then produce, and then listen to our very next episode, which will be dropping on the 5th of May on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Podbean, on Spotify, and on YouTube. As I always say, hey, if you like what we're doing, you'd like to help us out, Please give us a like, a rating, a review, a comment, a subscription, any kind of good thing on any one of those good services, because it does help us out, and we really do appreciate it. We do indeed appreciate those five stars on the Spotify and the iTunes. So get out there and get them. Come on, boys and girls. Help us help you. We're going to check up on there. Someday I'll figure out the Spotify. Someday Matt's going to double-check that iTunes, and we'll know if we got some new ones or not. And until that time, there's nothing else to say, but... Don't forget to say... Shut up and sit down.